0: Um, My name is Lady, and we are here in this new segment with the uh, radio station, and it's called Living a Positive Life, and I just want to bring awareness to every student and everyone in campus on how it doesn't matter what life brings to you it could either be negative or you know just ups and downs of life and just remember to keep a positive life a positive thought sorry and just keep going because everything that comes at you is for a reason so with you today I have a special guest who is my first guest and he is very uh, special to me not only because he is um our executive pastor in my church but he's also my brother-in-law and his name is renato castro introduce yourself
1: yes hi welcome welcome to the show thank you for having me by the way i'm so excited and i'm honored to be the first guest from this awesome show called uh, a positive life living a positive life so uh thank you for inviting me i'm honored to be in the show and like like she initially said yes my name is renato castro I wear many hats. One of them is I am an executive pastor from El Shaddai Ministries, the church where we are at. Um, I'm also a lady's brother-in-law, I'm a father, and well, we'll have the whole show to talk about (laughs) it, so I don't want to jump too much. But yeah, Yeah. thank you for having me.
0: All right. Thank you for being here and uh, supporting this. So um, one of the uh, topics that we want to speak about is the life as a student And how hard it is also carrying, for example, with Renato, carrying a ministry and at the same time a job and then, you know, afterwards marriage. And so I know that us as students, we're not only thinking, oh, let's get this homework done or this assignment done, or we're sitting in class trying to uh, focus, but at the same time, we have other stuff that's going on in our life. So, Aside from from you know all the hats that you carry uh mm-hmm. tell us when did you start realizing when did you have the calling of uh you know of being a pastor and at the same time you know how old were you
1: Absolutely so Um, Like you said, out of the many hats, one of them is serving, uh, serving the community, uh, serving people, which is how I ended up becoming a pastor to begin with. Um, I always knew from the young age that I loved serving. I loved uh, helping people. Um, As a matter of fact, when we met, one of the times we were young, we were uh, teenagers. I remember you were sitting at a copy machine and it wasn't working. And I came up to you and I said, hey, is everything okay? Is it working? And that day you were kind of frustrated. And you're like, oh my God, if another person asks me that same question, I'm going to freak out. So that is just an example of how since my young age, I always wanted to help, even though I wasn't so sure what was going to happen next. But it's funny that I mentioned the story because um, that's how it all started. I mean, people think, you know, you just wake up one day and you want to become a pastor. And that necessarily isn't the case. You just uh, know that you want to help people and always at a young age, at 30. Thirteen, I wasn't thinking, yeah, I want to, you know, dedicate my whole life in service and a church, but I did know I liked to help, and we used to, growing up, as you probably you might remember we used to have a lot of community uh, events Mm -hmm. we used to go visit the nursing places where the elderly were were there and we used to go to children's hospitals and we used to do pantomimes and everything was just to bring a smile to the face of a child or an elderly person who was just there um, facing life so at that young age everything was about serving and you know little by little you know as we grew up uh, I knew that this was going to become part of my life serving was going to become more of not just a hobby but like you said a calling something that you have a passion for and i think that's where you know you know a hobby this you know becomes distant to an actual calling where you have a passion to serve and and that's at the age around uh i remember growing up i kept Getting prophecies about you know God calling you for ministry and whatnot, and I, around the age of my I would say mid twenties is when I said you know what I think um, this it's is time. for you.
2: <laughs> this is for me. I can't keep
1: running away from my calling yeah. to be a pastor to serve, and that's what a pastor does is it's 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 serving. That's okay. what we do.
0: Exactly. So you started. So you graduated high school because we graduated. You graduated a year before after me that's correct um and then you went to school you started Mm -hmm. going to school which is probably right before you decided okay this is the calling for me so tell me about you going to school and then taking on this calling this you know it it, i wouldn't say it it's um like uh, i guess just another hat Mm -hmm. let's call it another hat so tell me about that process did that in any way like just how was your experience in 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 school and how did that influence your spiritual life or your belief or you know because sometimes it's very difficult for Mm. us we we are you know god sends us out to to preach his word and to to show his love yeah but sometimes it's very hard when you're sitting thinking about you know the calculus uh uh problem that you have Uh in front of you but at the same time you got to turn around and say listen uh, you know, my classmate, uh, yeah. Jesus loves you. Yeah. Or, you know, everything will be okay because right. you don't even know what that other person is also going through. Right. So tell me about that. How so- did that... Uh, worked for you. So yeah,
1: I don't even know where to start because there's so many thoughts and so many feelings about that. But well, so let's start with with high school, Um, graduating in the year of uh, 2002. um, So I knew that I had this calling. But at the same time, um, I knew that I needed to feed myself and pay bills, right? (laughs) So serving people, even though it's great, it doesn't pay bills all the time, or or, or at least in the beginning portion. So I, I needed to get an education needed to go to school. So there lied my first a challenge to say, well, what do I do now? What do I study? So I always used to like audio visual. It's funny that here I am in a booth with a bunch of audio cables and visuals. And that's what I used to love. So being in church growing up, that's what I would do, do audio. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go to school uh, for audio. And that's what I did. I went to uh, Institute of Audio Research in New York, which is an accredited school in New York City. And I went for audio engineering. Um, so after two years, the program lasted around two years, I got my diploma in audio uh, engineering, which covered uh, like the things that we're doing here, live uh, broadcasting, live sound reinforcement. Um, and, and and you know, just being in school and also it was just a time of my life where, okay, yeah, I'm in school. But I had that thought in the back of my mind where, okay, don't forget, you still have a calling to serve. Exactly. and And that word to become a pastor kept kept coming back to me and I said, Well kept yeah,
0: tapping it, your shoulder. It kept
1: <laughs> tapping both shoulders, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so it's hard to you know just just being there and and being in school. But but you know what? It was even in the moments of being in school where God sometimes would use even the school environment yeah. to remind me of of that calling because you know there was some people there were some students there that I got to you know establish a relationship as, as students and I would see that some people were going through such difficult times and some were dealing with with either depression or because of their student loans or they were going through this or they were going through stress um, some were just starting life others had already had a child and, and you know they, they seemed frustrated so um, even though school was important at the end of the day you know peace in someone's life is also important exactly. so you you know, what good is it to get this diploma, which I was working for, and so were the other students, but at the end of the day, they're going to bed sad, depressed, and some, you know, we've even heard cases, unfortunately, of others that don't even make it to the next day due to depression exactly. and yeah. suicidal thoughts. So that kind of meeting some students there who, even though they were in school just like I was, but still weren't happy, kind of reminded me and kind of reinforced there's something more than just school. So I continued doing that and I graduated, but that, at the same time, it's funny how, or interesting, better yet, that even though I was working on my education, at the same time, it was actually reinforcing that, you know what, after this, you have to continue helping. You've been called to help and uh, and help those that, that need it so much. So that that's how that came to be. Even though I was in school, managed to get uh, my diploma in my career, but at the same time that, you know, that threw me to the second phase of my life, which is like, okay, you graduated now, you gotta get a job now to pay these bills, but what about that calling? So that's where that led me to.
0: So it was so you would say that it's more of a boost it it boosts you up absolutely kind of made you you know realize that the tapping on your shoulder you know it's it's actually yeah it's, it's time for you to absolutely to do it so yeah all right so um let's see um i i i know the feeling about being in school hmm. and having kids because i actually came back to work on my master's so Congratulations,
1: I, by the way. <laughs> I am,
0: uh, you know, I have two toddlers at home, and sometimes it's it's very difficult because I can't make it to class because of, let's say, my babysitter or or just you know stuff that happens in in your life, especially when you're older. Like right. when you're just, you know, some of these students are, are a little younger, so they don't have all this stuff going on. Like their only main concern is okay, going to school and right, getting. But like you said, aside from that, it's also the idea of like, okay, now, you know, the stress that school just brings to you, you know on top of that right having toddlers and yeah. dealing with
1: I, I i let me tell you i have to interrupt you i gotta congratulate you i just don't know how you do it because i have one toddler <laughs> who's uh two and a, about to be two and a half and you have two toddlers and and you're still into education and you're still working on and you're a trooper and and i guess there's a lot of probably a lot of uh, people that are hearing the show right now that could be in the same situation that have family have and i gotta say it's one tough one tough job i think I think there's no tougher job than being a mother so congratulations on that <laughs> and 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 still working for your future you know that's that's something that just shows your tenacity and your focus and what you would you know trying to accomplish what you want to do by all means
0: yeah and i and i think this this actually was a great opportunity for me because i've always thought about you know, I, I want to be able to serve God. How do I do it? How do I, you know, how do I bring out the, the word of God? And I think that mm. through the radio station of campus, I awesome. mean, how much better. And also to bring positive uh, thinking to everybody on campus that's that's listening to absolutely. This. All right. So I'm going to play a, a song now that is... Um, it's called oceans and oh, I love it it is a very very uh, touching um, song just listen to the lyrics and let me say
1: something before you play I just want to uh, this song is just so special when we were talking about what song you know that, that represents some phase in our life this song's oceans um, which probably I think many people even non-believers have mm-hmm. heard this song and have been influenced by this song mm-hmm. so th- this show which is a positive life which is, is great I think this song which talks about you know being called upon the waters and, and that's almost like uh, the life of a college, a student, yeah, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Like you're going out there, you have no idea what's gonna happen. You're just, you know, you like something. You're trying to get your your bachelor's, your, your associate's, degree. your master's, <laughs> your degree. You have no idea where you're gonna land a job. You have no idea how much you're gonna get paid. You can only think and assume about it. But this song kind of talks about that. You call me out upon the waters where where Fee may not wa- not know. You know, like it reminds me of the story of Peter. And I guess we'll elaborate a little bit afterwards. But that's a uh, awesome song. I love it. I can't wait to share with all of you, you guys. Do you want to sing it? Uh, no, let's <laughs> let Hillsong sing it. <laughs>
0: Amazing song, isn't it? Absolutely. I it, it actually uh, reminds me of um, way back when I I started uh, attending the church. I helped a group of uh, girls with this uh, mime. Oh, nice! And the words really touched me because they they like w- what you said. It's you're you're brought out to this ocean of
1: of unknowns exactly absolutely absolutely so so this song i i think it brings me back um a lot towards talking about unknowns and talking about school once i graduated and i had my diploma uh, here i am like the story of the millions and millions of students right you're you're out there in the real world again you know, you thought that high school after high school was was just once right, in a finally lifetime. finally done with it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like you go out in the real world once again. And I found myself in this situation where I wasn't uh, sure, okay, so what I do now, I have my, my diploma. Um, do I start the ministry right away? But, you know, once again, I have loans to pay, so how do I get a job? And and um, it's it's it, it's a it's a pretty funny story how it happened to land the job that I've had for the last thirteen years and currently do have.
0: Yeah, tell us um, about So that. I'm gonna
1: try to make it shorter. Um, so here I am. I'm working. In a school system uh, as a security guard, as I was going to school. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting in McDonald's with my father. And uh, while we're there, we're talking about future. And he's like, so when are you going to get a job? <laughs> the uh, <father> <laughs> exactly. He's like, so when are you going to get the job of your career? And I'm like, dad, I'm trying to. It's not easy, you know. Uh, talking about trying to stay positive, right? Exactly. And, um, he, and he's like, well, you know, we spent a lot of money, mijo, or for those of them who don't speak Spanish. I was like, that's the translation my of my son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when are you going to get a job in that career? You know, I just, we didn't pay all this. You didn't do, you yourself didn't do all didn't this sacrifice. work.
0: sacrifice, exactly. Right. It is to, a sacrifice on our part.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So he was looking out for me. He says, you didn't do all of this just to stay as a security guard. And no offense against any security guard that might be listening. Uh, we love you guys all. Uh, but he's he, he wanted more for me, obviously exactly. something like every for father. Mm-hmm. absolutely to to go ahead and, and start uh, working in the area in the field where I had uh, invested so much time and money. So we're there, we're talking slash arguing slash <laughs> a little bit of everything in McDonald's, and I, I I'll never forget that that divine moment. I could only call it divine moment because here again here's the Lord like the song said oceans just taking me out but he has me through the hand so when you walk in faith um, knowing that that he's in control you could just you know sit back and know that he's gonna take you to where you need to go and, and just he- trust in him so being there in McDonald's we're talking about this, three young men walk in to mcdonald's and it was one of them it happened to be somebody we knew Uh, he was like three years older than me and uh he walks in and we greet each other hey how are you jonathan and my dad greets him how you doing i mean we haven't seen this guy in like years john Mm -hmm. uh, lady we haven't seen him in years and when he walks in Uh, My dad says, hey, so what are you doing? He's like, "Uh, what are you working in? And this gentleman, Johnson said, well, I'm working in the IT department um, in the same school district where I was working as a security guard. So... It's funny because my dad looks at me like, yeah, <laughs> like, are you are you serious? Like, we're just talking about this conversation, how he's like, well, you studied technology. And so why don't you get a job in this? And then here comes this, this guy walks in in that very same moment. A coincidence? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he says, yeah, I've been working in the IT department for, for many years. And then my dad uh, looks at me and he says, uh, yeah, I'm telling my son that he should apply for technology. And then the guy who's there, Jonathan, he looks at me and says, yeah, why don't you apply for technology? <laughs> and I'm like, geez, can somebody else gang up on me, right? <laughs> and, um, and, and, and then he says, yeah, I think they're going to be opening any position pretty soon. So for a moment, it's just like I felt how how God was giving me signs, exactly. that it, it just, it was no coincidence. Out of all the McDonald's, there were probably hundreds, or maybe not hundreds, maybe a few dozens yeah, in Elizabeth, yeah. <laughs> right? we uh, exaggerating a little bit, but there's so many McDonald's on any given day, Jonathan could have walked in, and he chose to walk on the, that moment in that day where we were at, and little, to cut the story short, um, I applied. Um, I went to get my certifications in technology and computer and networking, and I got the job. I ended up uh, moving up and getting the job in IT. And then um, actually, like six months later, after being an IT guy, I ended up. Getting gigs within the school district in doing what I actually graduated, which is um, audio engineering. So I started becoming the audio guy, the AV guy, and I used to travel with the superintendent of the schools. We used to go to conferences. We even went to Washington, D.C. at one point um, because he had to do his conference for a bunch of superintendents in the region. So it was just a divine moment so that's right. why i'm saying that um if you're walking and you just trust in the lord like we've done even in the moments where you have no idea what's happening you, you graduated school I had my diploma what do i do now if you trust in god and you walk with his hand he, he got to he has your back so that's that's how i ended up you know uh working where i work now
0: yeah and so one quick question sure. they, they don't have those Big TVs anymore, right? No. When, when it was time to watch uh, a movie or something no. in class and they would walk with a ginormous no. TV. No. I and... think one of them
1: fell on top of a kid once <laughs> or something like that. No, I'm kidding. No, they're just old fashioned. I mean, I don't even think you could get one for five bucks anymore. No, no, no the, the district has moved forward a lot. They're big in technology. They have boards everywhere smart boards, star boards. Um, you know, they, you know, Slicker, it's. Tw- it's yeah, yeah everything. Flickers, yeah. Yeah, we're plus, we're like months away from 20. So they've developed a lot. So that's why I love my job because it's 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 evolving every day. Technology grows every second. You have a phone within a a year. It's already outdated. You're being pressured to move on to the next. But that's a topic for another time. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: No, but it's true what you say it sometimes when you're, when you're when you're when you're when you see yourself in this i guess you could call it like a ditch or like okay so now that i graduated or i'm about to graduate what do i do how to it, it sometimes it's very hard Absolutely. to find a job on what you went to school for yep. but like you said sometimes you just need to to believe you need to have that faith that's and key word just kind of throw yourself into the waters and say you know what god i'm going to trust in you yep. um and see what happens and like you said the it is a big word the word fake but all you have to do is just mm. have a little tiny that's bit right. of it
1: that's it's right It's such
0: a huge word but just have a little tiny bit of it yeah and it will it will happen
1: and, and this song uh, oceans um, maybe for those that might be hearing it and, and uh, or those that might not know it was basically you know inspired by a biblical story um, of peter You know, he's the only person that ever uh, has been recorded in the Bible that actually walked on waters. I mean, literally. But it's interesting because Peter, being one of uh, Jesus' faithful uh, disciples, uh, says if it's you— Uh, call me out uh, you know so uh, peter was a little bit of a person that defied even the circumstances and i love that about peter so as we know uh, he stepped jesus calls him out and he steps out and i gotta tell you um uh, lady he's stepping out in the midst of an ocean a few years ago we went on a cruise (laughs) let me tell you something i wouldn't even go out to the balcony (laughs) (laughs) He had a little walk out on the water, exactly. uh, but um, he did, and he started walking and um he had his eyes on the master he had his eyes and he was defying nature defying circumstances like many of us do right we walk out you have two kids and you have a husband and and i have one kid and i have a wife and we're we're just trying we're defying circumstances but as long as we keep our eyes on 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 christ then we can move forward and having a positive uh outlook on life where we know it's okay even though there's storms and and there's wind and you can hear the waves crashing um Peter started drowning when he took his eyes off Jesus, yeah. um, and that kind of shows us to keep focus. That even teaches us on a secular uh, way to just stay focused on what exactly. you do, you know, or keep your eyes on what you're gonna do. Once keep you take your eyes
0: your, on the prize,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Once you take your eyes off, then you start, you know, losing your focus, and that's when you start drowning in so many things. So, you know, I think focus is it's a big part uh, that comes into into play.
0: Yeah, that's true, and. You know, just, just like like I was telling you, um, sometimes we, we do find ourselves just drowning mm. in all these, you know, just being here in school, like like I told you, just thinking, okay, so now what's going to happen once I graduate? You know, but aside from that, you know, I have bills to pay. Like you said, yeah. I have uh, loans that I got to pay. The story of every college student, right? <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> then... Um, tell us uh, a little bit more about how and how did that started okay so you got this amazing job which by the way he's got like summers off Uh, no i actually don't that's my
1: brother who's a math teacher uh but but yeah close to it though um (laughs) oh
0: it's every friday every Every friday Friday, you got
1: it yeah um
0: but tell us about okay so now you know god god put you in this place because Mm -hmm. that's all god's will now so you're working, you have an amazing job, but now what about your personal life? Where did that, you know, tugging? Not only of God saying, okay, now it's my my calling, mm. but I know that there was a lot of tugging on my sister's end. Oh. Uh, that my my, my, <laughs> my ring is missing. Uh, <laughs> it's
1: a Lopez thing. <laughs> my finger's
0: a little, you
1: know, low. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were dating for quite some time. Uh, she would with, say
0: a very long, yeah, long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd just... say good things come to those who wait. Right. <laughs> that's true. So, so we were we were dating for a while. And it, it's interesting how the personal life ended up kind of materializing at the same time as the ministry life because um, she joined me in, the, in our vision with church. We started working hard with, with, with uh, the youth at that point. And uh, it was time to move move forward. You know, I had the job. Um, so that part of, the, of my life, which was a huge part, had, had already settled. I had the, the job I wanted. Um, but now there's another huge part of your life, which is your emotional life, which mm-hmm. is your relationships. That take a big, uh, a big part in people's lives. So I had been dating uh, Julie, your sister, for I think it was uh, five years, and and the relationship had matured to the point where we knew it was the right time. We knew that there was no reason to just rush into things to later on just go crash. Mm-hmm. So the time had matured, the relationship had matured, and like you said, the the innuendos were there. So <laughs> <laughs> so we had no other option. But no, I'm just kidding. But so the time came. <laughs> yeah, yes, she is. And I ended up proposing to her, and we ended up, uh, you know, uh, tying the knot in on October twenty third, two thousand ten. So, so we're, we're actually are. weeks from our anniversary, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, our ninth year anniversary. <clears throat> excuse me, as we speak. So uh, we got married, and we we bought a house um, in the Middlesex County area. And uh, so I had my job. I had my wife. But then the ministry also tied in at that very same time. We started working with the youth generation at that point. Uh, so here I am again serving and helping, and now, now, now with a much more clear, you know, focus. You know, I, I didn't have to worry about the the, the, the jobs. I, I had an eight to four job Monday through Friday, but then at, in, the, in the afternoon, here I am with my best friend, married working together on something that we were both passionate in yeah. which was ministry and we started working with the youth and it was such such a great experience at that point because um helping mold the next generation coming up mm-hmm. um was so important because the generation coming up right now is bombarded with so much negativity yeah, that's and that's true. why we need shows like this bringing you know being having a positive life yeah. because there's so much uh worries and stress and if you've seen the statistics in depression are yeah. skyrocketed mm-hmm. even suicide is at an all-time high um many of them because of the areas like we've spoken already yeah. school uh, some because of relationships it's the person i loved left me. And I still have loans to pay. And then a lot of people, it's hard for them to cope with those things. So we ended up starting the youth ministry called Avalanche Youth. And we started helping so many, so many uh, young kids and young girls with their problems. And I remember, I'll never forget this one story where this young lady came to my office after a service and she was just tearing um, and before I could even utter the words, what is wrong, she just puts out, uh, she puts out her hand and she exposes a box cutter that she had and she says, your word, the word that I had preached that night ministered her so much that she no longer wants to continue hurting herself and she mm-hmm. felt relieved, she felt freedom in Christ and she put up her her uh, her sleeves and she exposed her wrists, and I could see so many cuts that this girl had had done inflicted to herself because wow. of the worries and well she was freed that night and and and, and these are one yeah. of many examples yeah, yeah. of mm-hmm. what the ministry work has has entitled to us
0: yeah that that that's true and I, I, you know what I'm actually one of many that passed through depression hmm. and thanks to God Amen. I am still Sitting, not standing. I'm yes. sitting right across yeah. from you, yeah. speaking about the Word of God and helping those that are in that negative place that I was in one time, and thinking, you know what? I think today is the day where I need to end my life mm. because it's it's a it's a point in your life where it's either you do it or you don't. Right. And I thank God right. that I was such a coward to do it. Uh-huh. And that I didn't do it, but I know that it was the faith that I had in me, even though it was very, very tiny at that, at that time, it was smaller than you could even imagine. But there was still something inside of me that kept me wondering, why would I do it? So I kept that positive thought and I kept that, you know, also thinking my family, my, you know, my parents, my sisters at that time, I I didn't have any kids or I didn't even know my husband. Mm. So it was just all that negativity that kind of evolved around me but right. i managed to keep that positive thought even though it was the tiniest little thing that right. just kind of made me not do any of that and and helping the community like you say that that you do is more than grateful because i remember that you know i'm i'm a born again christian and mm. and when i came back I realized that it was a process that I needed to go through. So some of us are going through this darkness, we could say it, and not realizing that there is light at the end of the tunnel. That there is this positive
1: um, situation, outcome Mm -hmm, that will happen.
0: Thank you. That will happen. It's just that we are growing within ourselves. Yeah. This negativity that we all find in ourselves is just a process, you know. God speaks about molding us yeah. to His image, and the only way that He's going to mold us is if we are soft and if we are flexible, flexible. You know, exactly. and, and, and you yes. know, and, not, and
1: when you were moving like that, <laughs> and as I was you were, as you were moving your body, it kind of re- you were you were actually reminding me of. Um, the palm trees. Yeah, I remember there was a one occasion I was with with Julie. We were traveling. I think we were at a wedding in Dominican Republic, and we're sitting there at nighttime, and we were underneath this big palm tree, l- beautiful long palm tree. And uh, as I'm sitting there at nighttime, I say, uh, I I remember telling her, I am saying, babe, do you know? all the storms these palm trees have gone through Mm -hmm. i i I remember asking her do you remember all the hurricanes (laughs) these palm trees Mm -hmm. have gone through i mean these things have been beaten up really bad and and you've seen the videos of of devastating hurricanes and you could sometimes see those palm trees i mean they're Bending and and that's one of their keys to the survivor their flexibility because if had they been stiff um, They'll just break like a twig but their flexibility allows uh, a lot of the palm trees to survive the biggest storms that they could ever encounter and i think in life that reflects on us as well that if you remain flexible with an open-minded even to let even god speak to you or sometimes somebody that you may know uh speak to you with a positive uh, message then that helps you because there's so many people that are just stiff right yeah lady there's some people that are like i don't want to hear it i don't i I don't want nobody They, they just close themselves in and that's when they break yeah. but when you become flexible um when you become open then i guess that's when when uh i think that's when things come to for to, to life and things come to happen so when you said about flexibility yeah it reminded me of that palm tree and i think that's a great uh, illustration but right? because <laughs> we need we need a, nowadays in modern time we need to be flexible with everything that that that's happening nowadays
0: yeah that you know i and, and i and i want to encourage all of the listeners. Uh, especially, you know, here on campus, sometimes just a smile to the next person. I know everything that we, you know, that we tug on for, for school and our personal lives, but even just a good morning or yeah. just yeah. a hello. A good gesture. Or, exactly. I, I can go a long way. Yeah. I, exactly. I remember um, one day I was... Um, Right before class, I came to the Starbucks. We have a Starbucks downstairs. Oh,
1: yummy. Can we go afterwards? I don't
0: know if it's open. (laughs) And I went ahead and I ordered myself a coffee and there was a lady. I I don't know if she works in campus. I've never seen her and and I haven't even seen her again. Uh But I decided and something in me just said, you know, do something nice. So I said to the to the teller, I said, you know what, include her drink way before she ordered i mean she could have ordered a whole and bunch of but wow. you know god was instant me to just do it and now you know me i i used to be very grouchy uh, i don't do little, these kind of things. little no little, just little kidding grouchy.
1: no 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 yeah yeah but <laughs> when
0: you come to the lord and and you realize how happy you are you yeah. do these things so right. i was like you know what whatever she's gonna get you know just put it in in there and i'll pay for it and she just turned around and looked at me and said Are are you sure? And I said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then she's like, well, is there like a special occasion? Why are we celebrating Uh anything? And I said, we're celebrating Jesus. Wow. Nice. I said, just because God is good. Yeah. There you go. And I wasn't, there was nothing special going on. It was just something in me. And now I'm hoping that it made her day. I'm hoping that, you know, just God spoke to her through that. Sometimes, like, it doesn't matter how much stuff we have going around. Just a simple hello or god bless True. you will help yeah. that person
1: and moving it forward paying it forward you know there's a movement say pay it move it pay it forward i think it's called and just doing good gestures and and keep it going and my it's funny you mentioned my dad the other day uh he he, he was he came home and and he was talking about how somebody had paid um his thing in the front like i think he was in a line in mcdonald's or wendy's something <laughs> like that and when he approached the teller he said no the lady in front of you paid for you already and then he was telling me hey that's kind of weird he says i never had that happen i'm like well it's an a moment i told him it's called uh, pay it forward yeah. which is um you know you get a good gesture but uh, you have to do it uh, one day yeah. you got to do it pass i said it on. Pass, like it on. Ex- pass it on <laughs> exactly so i'm like so next time you're around you you might want to do it but yeah it's little things like that little gestures that that just help this, you know. There has to be hope, right? Yeah. And I think that's what this generation and this world just needs—hope, hope, mm-hmm. hope uh, of a better day, hope of a better tomorrow. Uh, because if you don't have hope, then everything's lost. Yeah. You know, and 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 even for us talking about hope, um, I think the next song, uh, that that really related to my next phase of my life was one that was called. You mentioned a key word, and it was faith.
0: Faith, yeah. Faith,
1: and that's so huge, even. Even though Christ, Jesus ended up saying that if you just had faith like the size of a mustard seed, you could tell that mountain move and it would move. And I don't know if you've seen it, but a mustard seed is Really, really tiny. tiny. I mean, it's so tiny that people lose it. And I've taped one in in, in my my Bible um, that I have at home. I always use my iPad now, so I can't tape <laughs> it to my iPad. But I had it taped to the to to the Bible page in Matthew where it talks about that verse, um, because after that, talking about obstacles. I got married, and okay, now we're started ministry, everything's great. Now we're helping youth at that point. Uh, Everything is
0: sunshine. Everything is
1: sunshine. (laughs) And just when you think everything is sunshine, Mm -hmm. then you get another obstacle. Um, and here we are we're, we're like, okay, it's time to start a family It's time to move on And we start trying to have a family Only to get um, confronted with a reality That was about to shake our life And mm-hmm. I think um, we could talk about it a little bit after the song What do you think?
0: Yeah, let's let's so, listen to this song it's, it's actually one of my favorites too Because awesome. it kept me up in my feet too Awesome Alright, let's uh, listen to it it is awesome.
1: Beautiful song isn't it?
0: Yes, very very nice. <laughs> Tell me why does this song get to you? Why so, is it so Absolutely. I mean it, it's just you. so
1: representative of, you know, moments where even the, the best of us or anyone, I mean, here I am I'm, and not just because, you know, I'm a pastor doesn't mean I don't have wings, you know. It does, it, I definitely don't have wings. Um, I, I I'm not supernatural. I'm just right. as human as you are yep. and anybody. And there's moments where our faith stumbles a little bit. Yep. And we were talking about Peter earlier where, you know, he started drowning. And he took his eyes off. And that came to my life. That moment came to us when uh, we were starting to trying to have a family. And a year passed by, nothing would happen. A year and a half, nothing would happen. Two years, nothing would happen. And I said, you know what? That, I, this doesn't feel right. So we went and we, you know, we looked for um, for help medically to see what's happening. We're starting to, you, we want to start a family. Nothing's happening. Um, what's happening what's going on
0: but at the same time you're still working with the youth you're still absolutely in, okay. yeah, like, like
1: life goes on right, like right. you know that's the, the, the thing with problems and obstacles that you just can't put a pause on everything right. um, you know it's it's tough it's difficult you can't put pause on ministry you can't put pause um, because at the, end of the, at the end of the day you still got to pay your light bill so it's not like you yeah. can just pause your employment <laughs> at the end of the day the gas company doesn't really care that you're having a tough moment they need their payment so life moves on and that's the part where where this song would come in because um after doing a lot of tests and going to in specialists we got diagnosed with infertility so i remember being in the clinic with my wife there and the doctor made some tests and he came out and he says well um i don't i, I don't have really good news for you guys and and in that moment i remember how before even hearing him just when he said that my stomach like literally i mm-hmm. felt nauseous and i had never received the news where where i felt sick yeah like i had never gone through so i mean we've been through situations at school and here and there but never uh, a, a news where we're inst- in it was almost instantaneously I felt sick. Yeah. Like it's crazy how a news could just affect your body, your chemicals, and everything. And that's when he says, uh, you, "You guys, um, you know, have been diagnosed with infertility according to these tests." And then he he got into them at that point. Um, and he says, "It doesn't seem that you know there's much hope to starting a family. There's other uh, you know uh, venues or avenues well, that options. you might want to consider. Yeah. Correct mm-hmm. uh, options." He says, um, "You know, there's always uh, ad- adoption." And, and it was so tough. I remember that drive back home. Uh, my wife and I, we just cried. We couldn't even see each other. We couldn't mm-hmm. even talk to each other because it was just so tough. Here, are, here we are, all our dreams, everything. I mean, I think every couple or most, by, by far most of the couples married have the dream to having a family. Yeah. And we were diagnosed with infertility at that point. So this song was so special because I remember one day getting on my knees and saying, Lord, give me faith. Yeah. like I I know that you said if I had the faith like a mustard seed so I was question I'm like is it that I don't even have it as big as a mustard seed Yeah, sometimes
0: seed? we question ourselves yeah
1: absolutely so um, this song would play in my life over and over mm-hmm. again and I felt I felt so strong after hearing this this song give me faith to Lord to trust what you say because I kept getting these words and these prophecies that you will have a child and you <laughs> will have somebody that will follow in your footsteps and your legacy but yet i'm going to the clinics and the clinics are saying no so it's a matter of then uh what what's your mentality what's your faith you know and well as we're coming almost close to the end to the show I, i i believe um let me just cut it to the to the end um after six years of waiting six years of patiently believing and having a positive uh, uh, mentality, even through the midst of this, this 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 moment that was so 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 dark, yeah. I would say, and so tough on us and on our marriage, we kept believing. We kept having faith, and I'll never forget when that day after six years, the news came that my wife was was pregnant. <laughs> a miracle had yes. happened. God had intervened. Um, what science couldn't do, what 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 things couldn't uh, help out, the Lord intervened. Yeah, and here I am. Uh, this is we're we're now what what's today's date? October seventh,
2: yeah,
1: um, uh, two thousand nineteen, mm-hmm. and now we I have a two year old. He's about to be two and four months this month, and God was faithful to his word. So no matter what circumstances, God is always good. So, yep, there you go. In a nutshell, you have ministry, you have uh, college, you have relationships, all into one, all and made it happen just in the nick of time, I guess.
0: Yeah. And, and that just like you said, just keep faith because even of everything that you were going through, God was molding you. And at the same time, you were doing his work. You were working with the youth and you were going through this, but God was fixing you. And preparing you for what was coming up next and thank god you have joshua who yes is adorable and a handful <laughs> i should say as well
1: yes um
0: so to all my listeners uh we're coming to the end of my show but i i want to thank you all for listening and i would like to make a quick prayer for all of you that are out there listening may this word and this um testimony help Absolutely. you and keep you positive and sometimes they say oh but i don't go to church you know what believing in god is what's more important and just keep that positive thought and keep you know, listening to our show next uh, week at Absolutely. six o'clock, you will hear more with more stories. Awesome. And thank you so much, Nato, uh, Renato. No Sorry, problem. No Nato problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for coming and being my guest on the show and next, you know, giving your, your testimony and your experience. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Us. Love
1: the experience. Love the opportunity.
0: All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening and have a good night.
2: Hey there, guys! This is DJ J Magic. I'm gonna talk to you about my show, Mac Attack. Tune in every Tuesday at 7:30, where I'm gonna play for you guys some deep tracks, some alternative.